Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. I've been thinking about doing this episode for a very long time, but it makes me nervous because I have to be very vulnerable and very honest with you. (laughs) However, I'm sat here in a room on my own talking into a microphone, which makes it a little bit easier. But I think that what I want to talk about today is really important. And it's something that when I've shared it on a sort of one-to-one level with some of my clients and people around me, it's proved to be like a really important conversation, I think. So I want to talk today about this idea that most of us, in fact, everyone, I'm going to say, has some kind of challenge in their lives that they feel I think can sometimes get in the way of being successful. These challenges can be things that are like, you know, in my situation right now, it can be like health. For other people, it could be like, you know, care needs. It could be financial. Like there are so many, so many different challenges that I won't necessarily go through and list right now. But I think that like all of us have a story that goes on in the background of our lives and has a massive impact on the way we think, the way we feel, the way we see ourselves. And I think that acknowledging this and dealing with this, mastering with this has a huge impact on us from a business point of view. For those of us who are perhaps, you know, for you yourself, who might be listening to this episode and trying to run your own business and grow your own business. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about my background and the fact that as an example when I'm talking to clients and I talk to them about the importance of showing up online and doing videos and what a great impact this can have on your business and so many people say to me well it's all right for you Helen you know you're really confident you're not scared of these things like I just can't do it and I don't tell people I think the truth enough about how absolutely terrified I used to be about going on camera and it wasn't just because of you know all the things that we kind of know about with fears of being on camera. There were some kind of deep personal things that sat behind it that stopped me doing it in the beginning. But I, in many ways, through therapy, I'll be honest, through therapy and a bit of, you know, pushing myself and resilience and motivation, I managed to overcome it. The background to this is that when I was born, I was diagnosed with degenerative, can never say that word, degenerative bone condition. And I won't go into the ins and outs of it all, but essentially it means that I have very wobbly, wonky joints. This causes, as you can imagine, a whole host of problems all of the time, but it's something I've lived with all my life and don't know any different. Living with something like this did mean that for a very long time, I had a huge fear of being seen. Like I was so self-conscious. Throughout my teenage years, I never wore skirts or shorts I hated my legs being seen because I had scars on them and you know it took me a long time to kind of overcome that for you know going into my adult life when it comes to talking about you know standing in front of people I hated the thought of 
people kind of noticing things on me, noticing that maybe like the bones in my hands didn't hadn't grown the same as everybody else. You know, there was a whole host of things that I was really self-conscious about. If I look back on myself like 10 years ago and, and how I felt, like I have totally transformed my mindset around all of this. And it's something that I've done like very intentionally. It's something that I've had to go through big ups and downs to kind of get myself to where I am today. And even now, you know, even now there are still little niggles and things in the back of my head that that will possibly always be there. But I've learned to dull the voices of it. I want to talk you through like maybe a little bit of a story of kind of like what things were like, kind of why this kind of like self-consciousness I had was there. But ultimately, before I kind of go into this story, one of the main takeaways that I, I hope to achieve from this episode is that your biggest challenges in life can be some of the hardest things that you live through, but they can also be your biggest motivators, like the biggest things that keep you going. So I'm going to give you some little examples. Now, don't you worry, this isn't going to be an episode of woe is me. (laughs) This is going to be an episode of hopefully giving you examples that might not, you know, I hope it might not necessarily be directly relatable, but it's this idea of showing you how challenges and things that have happened to you in your life can often be twisted and, you know, you can reframe them in your mind to be something that can really help you to achieve your dreams in the future. The first example I'll give you is when I was oh, maybe 10, 11 years old. I think I was maybe quite a young 10-year-old, 11-year-old, a bit naive, potentially. And I went to a doctor's appointment. It was a usual kind of orthopedic checkup. You know, by this stage, I'd already had about four potentially five major operations in my life by then and the doctor was chatting away I was probably not paying too much attention or sort of half listening and again when you're a kid you don't maybe fully understand these things but the doctor turned around to me and said something very blunt something that I know also you know upset my family a bit and he said to me well you do know you're never going to get better of course I didn't know that I was a kid I hadn't you know when you're that age you don't really think more than a probably a few days ahead, a few weeks ahead, do you? But like in that moment, I think I grew up suddenly very quickly and it made me think about the future a lot. And now as an adult, I'm still like that. And in many ways though, that was an unkind thing to maybe say to a 10, 11 year old, to say it so bluntly. But as I reframed this as I got older, it very quickly became a huge motivator for me because it's true, you know, my my problem, my condition I will have for the rest of my life. And in many ways, that that has like fueled my fire to make sure that every decision I make, I make it quickly, I act fast on it, and I do as much as I possibly can to make the most of my life. And this isn't, you know, I'm sure my partner won't mind me saying this, this is going to make me potentially sound a bit crazy and intense, but, um, you know, even my partner and I, we've been together now for maybe sort of over eight years, and you know, when we first got together, bless him, I don't think he knew quite how sort of motivated and on the case I was with things. And we'd probably been on the equivalent of like two or three dates. And I essentially bluntly turned around to him and was like, right, are we together? Yes or no? I'm not here to waste time. (laughs) And, you know, thank God he said yes. And we've been very happy ever since. This is just like a silly example, but an example for you of how like that moment when I was younger, it made me realise that actually like time is so precious and time is short. And, you know, if you have opportunities in front of you, you should grab them and take them because 
you never know when it's going to happen to you again and you never know what's around the corner and I think especially having a problem that is sort of degenerative and you know you're not it's not necessarily going to get better it really gives me a kick up the bum to make sure that now in my business like I take risks I I try different things I try new things and you know you I generally trust that you'll never regret these things so that was one little example another one was and I know that this isn't just special to me with having my problems because you know some of my friends also share shared with me the the hatred of PE PE lessons at school you know when I was in secondary school sadly sport wasn't really something that I could take part in or it just wasn't made accessible to me it was it was either like you know you're you're fit and you can run around and do the bleep test or you sit on the side and you don't join in that was something that happened for oh god like five years of school was pee lessons of me sat there on the side watching everybody running around god when you think about it now as an adult like that is so isolating like that is so that is again not a nice thing to do to a kid it did massively impact the way that I saw sport and it's you know taken me a good 10 years to kind of walk into a gym and not feel like I want to cry (laughs) and not feel absolutely terrified of everything that's inside of it but the main thing is that that challenging situation was something again that I learned to reframe as I got older and I realized that actually you know running your own business like you do you do sometimes have to spend time by yourself and do things by yourself and you know have have that kind of faith and confidence that that you're able to do things and I think that was a that was a kind of moment for me that helped me to stand out from the crowd and to be a little bit different and to not necessarily do what everybody's doing and you know I really saw that in myself when I was in employment like like I found that I I did not necessarily get on well with kind of office life. I didn't like this feeling of kind of following the crowd and agreeing with everybody over things just to kind of keep everyone happy. I was very happy to kind of stand on my my own two feet and do my own thing in those situations. So yes, didn't last too long in an office. But again, that was like a challenge that really motivated me. And it also motivated me as well in a way that was like, I really recognise that I don't also, whilst I can, you know, sit there and do things on my own, I also don't want to. It's not a nice feeling to kind of be isolated. So I've really found that in my business world and in my business life, it's something that's like inspired me and helped me to reach out to people and to ask for help and to want to work with people because it brings so many benefits to you. Another example, when you have these challenging things in your personal life, it's, you know, it can make employment really difficult because the truth is I found that even when I worked for really one of the best companies I I, I could ask for, you know, they were so understanding, so kind, so helpful, HR were great with all my sort of problems and things. I still hated the, the guilt that, that sat around it. You know, I hated that feeling of some days not being able to go into work or some days not feeling at my best and that feeling of maybe kind of letting down the team around me. And this, I think, was actually another one of these challenges that became like a massive driving force for me to want to go and run my own business because then, you know, I was responsible for my time. I was responsible for how things worked in my business, what times of day I worked. You know, this was, we're talking like a pre-COVID time when like working from home just seemed like an unrealistic option. And that really kind of created that sense of like independence for me. And and I, I 
desperately craved that like flexibility that I knew could come with working for myself. And then fast forward a bit, you know, of course, one of one of the things that if you have health conditions or you, you know, you have people that you care for or like, you know, people that depend on you, there is always the worry of like, well, what if I get sick? What about sick pay? Things like that. And I think this is why now in my business and all of my clients that I work with, I'm so passionate about helping people to have these like multiple streams of revenue, to have like savings pots, to have reoccur- like recurring revenue streams coming into the business. Because again, it just offers you that level of stability and flexibility and having great relationships with your clients and being honest with them and them kind of knowing how processes will work if there ever is sickness and things like that and that's been such a beneficial thing and interestingly it was actually in my adult life. So before I did coaching and the podcast and everything else, my my kind of main route of self-employment was um, tutoring and I loved it and I still do a little bit of it now. And the thing was though, that I did feel like it was perhaps a little bit of a dead end for me. Like I really loved it, but I didn't necessarily know where I wanted to go with it, sort of big full time and how I was going to expand it. Now, back in maybe 20, 20 I think it was yeah about three years ago (laughs) I can't remember the dates so a couple of years ago I had an incident where one day I got out of bed like literally that is all it was I got out of bed and I felt a little twinge in my back then a few days later I had a bit of sciatica that wasn't abnormal didn't think too much of it I won't go through the whole long laborious story but fast forward about 10 weeks and I was on the operating table and I was having some pretty major back surgery because over that time I totally lost my ability to walk I was in awful pain there was a lot of drama it was very difficult somehow I managed to carry on doing a little bit of work as well which to this day I'm still actually not quite sure how I did that considering the the state that I found myself in but I will forever be grateful for the wonderful clients that I had how understanding they were and giving me that flexibility in that moment. Now that was probably one of the most challenging periods of my adult life for multiple reasons, because of course this was also a time with COVID going on, doctors wouldn't see me, I was being prescribed things on the phone, like people weren't maybe, I'll say this, maybe necessarily taking me too seriously with what was going on. And so I had to go down the private medical route as well. And this whole experience I think encouraged two thought processes in me. One, like having independence and having kind of safety around me has always been really important and it made me realize just how important money was in some respects not just you know money to me had always previously been important for like the mortgage and maybe going on holidays and all these sorts of things but actually in that moment having financial security to help me with what ended up having to be private surgery was deeply, deeply important. And I'll be honest in saying that that I did not have that money at that time for that surgery. And so I had to, you know, lean into very kind, supportive members of my family who helped me. And so in this moment as well, I still remember to this day, it was a week before my operation. And, you know, it was like, it was so unknown. Like, was the operation gonna work? Would I be better? Would I be worse? You know, there were lots of worries and things around it. And I remember lying there and I just kind of started getting interested in this idea of like, kind of just getting a bit of extra support in my business, how I could expand. Because even in that moment, even when I was deeply unwell, I was still ambitious. I was still thinking about how to grow the business on the other side side of these operations (laughs) and I remember seeing this course and it was all to do with email marketing and the start date I think was a week after my surgery 
And in perhaps a mad moment, possibly fueled by some very strong painkillers, I decided that that was the perfect time to sign up to something. Now, like in any logical world, you would think, no, this is not a good time, Helen, like rest, recover. But actually, I still think it was one of the best things I did because at a time when life felt very uncertain and very challenging, it gave me something to aim for. And so I remember the first Zoom call, you know, again, I had back surgery. I couldn't really sit up. I couldn't really walk. So I was lying on my sofa with my laptop kind of propped up over my head. Um, I definitely didn't have the camera on. I didn't tell people what had recently just happened to me, but I was there on the call. And thankfully the surgery was amazing. And, you know, I don't think many people can say they feel better waking up from surgery than when they went in. Um, Even after all that kind of like major invasive stuff going on but so I was so grateful for that and I was so grateful that I'd also made that decision before the operation to sign up to this because it was the start of this whole new world and industry that I that I learned about that I got into and fast forward three years I now have this like amazing coaching business that I love I work with amazing people I've been to fancy retreats in France I've went out to Spain and went on holiday and worked there I have big dreams and ambitions about how that's going to become a much bigger part of my life in the next year or two. And so this is the thing, like I've kind of given you some examples here of things that are quite dramatic, but like ultimately, like I said at the beginning of the episode, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because I don't want the people around me, the people who I kind of talk to, to sit there and think that like, I was always full of the old beans and always really confident and that, you know, things are sort of easy behind the scenes. Because again, the coaching world is very guilty of this. Like we, you often see people painting a very picture perfect setting and scenario of their lives. And there is, a there is, I think, a big element of this kind of influencer thing you know you're trying to like present the perfect life and sell that to people like for me that is just not something I can do because it's it's not a lie it's not a lie that you know I'm, I am very happy I am very grateful and very lucky for the things that I have but I also still have these like really big shitty challenges that I have to deal with all the time and they're not going away like there, there's more stuff around the corner but for me that that acceptance that nothing is certain that like you don't know what's around the corner is slightly terrifying of course but it's also kind of liberating to let go of that feeling of like needing control and to actually kind of like trust in yourself trust in processes like take risks have a go at things like the one thing I always ask myself is in in 10 20 30 years time when my health is inevitably not as good as it perhaps is now am I going to look back and regret you know leaving that job that I wasn't happy in am I going to regret trying something new in my business am I going to regret investing in something that's going to teach me something new potentially and give me a you know a bit of again a boot up the backside to kind of make me push myself out my comfort zone a little bit more like the answer is always always like no I'm not going to regret it so that's my little personal story that's what's going on behind the scenes. So if you see me showing up, you see me grinning on the camera, you see me waving my hands around and pointing at things, know that like a few years ago, the thought of doing that, even the thought of sitting here right now telling you this, like, I'll be honest, I have got a massive knot in my stomach as I'm saying this to you. (laughs) Because I'm never, ever this like open and vulnerable about stuff. But 
like I say, the reason I want to do it is because I think there needs to be more honesty for people. And I think there needs to be this kind of recognition that like, you can have these big challenges going on in your life, but at the same time, simultaneously, you can still be really successful. You can still build the business, have the life, chase the dreams that you really want to. So I hope from today, I haven't depressed you. (laughs) I hope that this is been some form of inspiration it's been some message to you that you know no matter what you have going on in your life at the moment if you really believe in something if you really really want something and put your mind to it it is possible to you know follow your dreams and grow these businesses and have the life that you really want so thank you so much for listening to this and i look forward to chatting with you in next week's episode which will be some more helpful business tips for you Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.